Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. At Colorado State University Global Campus, online education isn't another thing we do. It's all we do. Get an interactive education that's built for working adults like you and that employers demand. Explore your options at csuglobal.edu. What's better than this? Guys being dudes. What's better than this? Guys being dudes here on a Friday on the Draft Dudes Podcast. I'm Joe Marino of NDT Scouting and FanRag Sports, joined by Kyle Krabs, who's the founder and director of scouting at NDT Scouting, also with FanRag Sports. We are your hosts for the Draft Dudes Podcast, bringing in the weekend for you today. Hopefully you have some great plans. Kyle, what's going on, man? Um, Not too much. I just finished a nice Greek yogurt. Um, nice healthy late night snack. So I'm feeling good. I feel like I'm, I'm, we're recording this late on Thursday for a Friday show. I'm starting my weekend off right with a, a quality light meal before bed. Okay. So like, um, is there fruit, a, a fruit flavored Greek yogurt here or just kind of like it's a plain? Just, uh, it's the, uh, triple zero Oikos, uh, Greek yogurt. So it's okay. like no, no extra fat. No sugar. It's like light calories, high in protein. I do put a little granola in it, though. So if Kyle starts smacking while he's talking, he's eating a yogurt. No, I'm no, headed I, to. I, I have uh, some coffee here as well. Some decaf or regular calf. Regular calf. So you're you're throwing back caffeine here at ten o'clock on a Thursday night. Correct. All right, dude. You do you. <laughs> um, I'm headed to Panthers training camp in the morning. Really? I've yeah yeah. Good for you. Take in, well, you know, look the the picture surfaced of Mike Shula with the fidget spinner during his press conference. I had to go. I got to get down there, man. I've got to um, get eyes on this it's, in person. It's something about the Shula coaching family that it's just greatness all around. Oh, Started okay. with Don, and now we've got a fidget spinning Shula <laughs> in Charlotte. So I am. I think stock up for the Shula family, if that was even possible. 
Well, I'm I'm pretty excited to see uh, Christian McF- Christian McCaffrey out there. Let's see how he moves and what that looks like against uh, you know other other NFL caliber players. So uh, should be a good time. I've not been to Panthers training camp. I lived in Charlotte since '97 and never went. So uh, I'm going to change that in the morning. It's a bucket list item. Yeah, yeah I feel good about it. Um, have you so, ever, real quick, before we before we change gears, have you ever done training camps before, period? No, this would be my first NFL training camp experience. Cool, cool. I'm looking forward to hear what you think. I've done two. I did, uh, my dad is a diehard Washington fan. Okay. So uh, when Steve Spurrier was there, we went uh, two, two years and saw the, uh, the OBC walking around with his visor on, and uh, that was fun. And then I did, I did Philadelphia a couple of years ago as well. Who was the head coach? Andy Reid? Uh, yes, it is during the, the Andy Reid tenure. Okay. Very good, very good. So I will join you in the uh, the company of having been to training camp practices tomorrow. It's, it's Friday, Kyle. Film Friday is here. This is what we do, man. We are football guys at our core. Um, before we are podcast hosts or writers or – Really, anything we are we are football people, and so I always look forward to these shows where we can just dump a bunch of thoughts on the show and talk about the players who have stood out to us in the last week during our studies. Yeah, do a little bit of a brain dump. I want to talk first. Uh, this is a guy that was pretty popular this time last year, but had uh, fallen by the wayside because he actually had a red shirt in 2016. Uh, with a bulging disc in his neck, and that's uh, South Carolina linebacker Sky Moore. Uh, Moore's listed at 6'2", 221, uh, 258 total tackles in 37 games played and 28 starts with 11 interceptions, Joe, for a linebacker. 11 interceptions. Very good. Uh, very, very good in space. I watched North Carolina, Georgia, and Clemson from 2015. Um, in space... Moore is a terrific athlete, super loose in the hips, change of direction skills, peripheral vision, it's all really good. You understand why he has 11 interceptions when you watch him play uh, in space, in pass coverage, especially in zone drops. Uh, Does well to stem back, get to his landmark, and he's smart about readjusting his trajectory and attacking the football. Um, I mean, that North Carolina game, from 2015 was the season opener. He picked two passes off in the end zone. He effectively won South Carolina the game. Where Moore gets interesting for me is, yes, he wins in space. He wins as a pass coverage linebacker. But I really don't know if I'm confident in plugging him in a place right now definitively position-wise and saying, yeah, that's that's where you're going to win. He's going to have to go to... Uh, a place, provided he doesn't come in in 2017 and show uh, notable improvements with the physical component of his game uh, and the strength component of his game, uh, he's going to have to go to a place that wants to to use him and is proactive in putting him in different places, uh, does not get off of contact very well, uh, struggles with functional strength, struggles to square up and finish against bigger ball carriers in the alleyway. Uh, those those basic linebacker run defending traits of playing forward and being effective. He's not very 
consistent there right now. He'll lay some big sticks on guys. He uh, uh, dropped a really impressive hit on uh, Marquise Williams from that North Carolina game a couple years ago. Uh, But watching him try and uh, square up Elijah Hood one-on-one, it did not end well. So uh, more for me, obviously, he's got to play the whole year and be healthy with the neck, that's going to terrify a lot of teams. A herniated disc, um, I'm sure that's going to have some teams probably remove him altogether off the board. And that's why when I did his assessment with the RNDT premium work, uh, right now I have him slotted uh, probably early day three is where I would plug him right now based off of my initial sampling with another year's worth of games to go. Uh, just because some teams are just, just going to totally be hands-off. Some teams are going to say, nah, he's not a scheme fit for us and what we want to do. But there is something there to contribute and be a really good asset in the passing game in Sky Moore. Yeah, and that's some of the stuff that is different about modern-day linebackers compared to the uh, you know the Jeremiah Trotters of you know 10 or 15 years ago. Uh, that stuff is useful. Um, first player I want to talk about is keeping it in the SEC, but on the other side of the ball, and that's Vanderbilt running back Ralph Webb. Now, the class of running backs is going to be focused around Darius Geis and Saquon Barkley, um, and then there's probably another tier of, of players to consider with Kalen Balaj and Wadley from Iowa. And then there's this, this tier that I think is going to be led by Ralph Webb, who's a really good football player. Uh, he has been the focal point of the Vanderbilt offense for three years now. He started 37 consecutive games. He is in striking distance of Herschel Walker's all-time SEC rushing yards uh, leader. He would need about 1,800 yards, but that's, that's not impossible. But he, he'll finish probably second all-time in the SEC for rushing yards. So uh, good and bad with that. Good in that he's proven he can carry the load. Bad in that he's got you know a ton of tread on the tires. That's something to be mindful of as he enters the NFL. You watch this guy on tape. He's just so consistent in everything that he does. Uh, really like the way that he sees the field and reacts and, and cuts off his blocks. He shows good patience um, while also being very decisive and hitting holes hard consistently. I like his ability to string together moves. Uh, he's he, like I said, he's five eleven, two oh two. But the way that he absorbs contact is very good. You know, doesn't take a lot of big hits. He seems to be able to brace himself and sustain his forward momentum through contact, uh, which is really good for a back who's not you know two twenty or two twenty five. And uh, he's not a guy that's really going to be affected by those arm tackles. So he breaks through contact consistently and falls forward, uh, which is good for a back who's not overly big. Um, he in high school he was a. Um, a two-time state champion in the long jump. And I think that really shows up on the football field when you see his lower body strength and how well he is able to kind of keep that that momentum going, that power, that lower body power is evident. Uh, I like his lateral movement skills, sidestepping defenders and executing jumps, jump cuts. Now, where you kind of temper your enthusiasm a little bit with Webb is that He's very modest when it, you, you consider his juice and his wiggle and his elusive traits. Uh, he does not pr- proven much in terms of the receiving game. There's times where that football's coming at him and, and, the, and it eats him up. You know, he doesn't have those natural hands. Um, so some consistency in that in that area. I don't again. I don't think he has the wiggle. Um, and then you know, showing that he can hang up and hang with, in pass pro. Right now, he does have his issues squaring up against those rushers, and and then you know, kind of sinking his hips and challenging with hands. So I think he has work to do in that area. But when you think about the consistency of handling the football, uh, 
running inside, pressing pressing the tackle a little bit. You know, I think this is a guy who can be a really, really solid, like a really high floor prospect. You know he's not going to suck at the next level. And I'm th- not sure he's going to be a star, but if you need a really good backup uh, and a guy that can can come in and, and be that uh, that spot starter. If your if your number one goes down, I think Ralph Webb's a nice prospect in the middle rounds. What a glowing assessment! <laughs> you know he's not going to suck. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> I just I love the visual important. there. I I think it's fair. It's definitely fair, and I agree with everything that you said. I think he's a nice football player. I don't necessarily know, um, especially you look at some of the other backs that had the potential to be in this class. Uh, <laughs> that he's up in that stratosphere, but at the same time, uh, you know, hitting singles and doubles is, is sometimes just as needed as hitting home runs. Right. Right. So Ralph Webb might be somebody single or double. Not, Not that that's suck. a bad thing. And I want to <laughs> use that as a perfect segue into my next player, which is Florida state's Derek Naughty. Now let's get this out of the way. I'm pretty confident that Derek Naughty's not going to suck either. Um, uh, Naughty is somebody who at six foot, three twelve, twenty-four starts, has a moderate level of backfield production, uh fourteen and a half tackles for loss, eight and a half sacks, but I don't see that being where he's asked to play with the greatest level of frequency at the next level. Uh, I think he's naturally going to be limited by a lack of length. He's a stocky build kind of guy. He doesn't have really long arms. And as a result, this is somebody who plays with low pad level. He's super stout at the point of attack. He eats up double teams very well. Uh, Playing as that true nose role where he's uh, occupying offensive linemen, allowing guys around him to flow free. Uh, He's good there. His his, uh, functional strength and anchor is just off the charts. It's tremendous. Um, but I don't see a lot of creativity in pass rush. I don't see uh, a lot of consistency in pressing and disengaging uh, when he's locked horns and he's head-to-head with guys. That's not to say he can't contribute as a run defender in more than just eating things up. He really surprised me with how quick he is if he's uncovered and has the opportunity to plant and redirect, um, if he doesn't have somebody's face mask um, in his chest, or if he's not sitting down on a block and the back comes into his vicinity, he is very nimble to, to kind of slide and get that initial step either way to influence. If he's holding in an A gap, he can hold in the opposite A or he could challenge in the B gap as well. Uh, so he doesn't have a great radius of influence in the middle, but I could see him being given some one-gap penetration-type plays, just understanding that um, if he has to play off of contact, uh, the ball better be right there, or else he's probably going to be forcing a cut at best. Uh, so I like him as a nose and or a one-tech uh, in a four-man front, or as the possible roles uh, for him. I don't think he's going to be a huge splash player. Uh, but, Joe, just like we talked about with Ralph Webb, this is a really solid football player. You you feel really good about what you're going to get with Derek Nottie. 
you've reached the High Fashion Hotline. Hi, my family's going to a concert in the park, and we want our style to be the main attraction. Rock over to Old Navy. Old Navy? Yep, right now get up to 50% off jeans from 15 bucks for adults, 10 bucks for kids at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Up to 50% off jeans for the family? That's music to my ears. Plus, now you can get in and out of the store in a flash with buy online, pick up in store. It's fun, fast, and free. Styles that take center stage and free pick up in store when I buy online? Old Navy, here we come. High Fashion, Old Navy. About 720 to 729, select styles only. Yeah, I remember getting eyes on him quite a bit last year and thinking that he was just a really strong guy, kind of that country strong player. Um, next guy I want to talk about is Alabama linebacker Sean Dion Hamilton. Um, this is a good football player. He really got his first chance to play ex- extensively as a junior last season, and he really came on strong, uh, looked really good playing alongside Reuben Foster and obviously behind that very talented defensive line that Alabama always has. Um, really like his short area burst and range. You know, we took the, you guys heard me talk about linebackers for a year now, and uh, I like guys that can get outside the tackles and contribute guys that can chase down plays guys that can uh, hold their own in space. And he gives you that ability. I like his angles uh, to the football. I think he's a really strong finisher consistently wraps up, uh, has good play strength. You, that really shows up when he's tackling you. Know, he doesn't concede those extra yards. Uh, you know, he, he ho- brings that ball carrier to a halt. Uh, lateral movement skills are really good to mirror those running backs as they're pressing the line of scrimmage. Again, he's fluid in space. Uh, I think he's really held his own in coverage. Uh, that, 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 uh, you know, he's not like overly, overly fast. He's got good movement skills, but he's fluid. And, and that really shows up in, in zone drops. And then even, you know, he's been trusted a ton in, in man coverage where he's carrying tight ends, running backs into space and he hangs with them. So, uh, you know, he's, he's got that ability to be trusted in man coverage, which is really important. Uh, he plays with a lot of urgency, very, very good high motor football player. Now the, the concern with him is that Unfortunately, in the SEC championship game last year against Florida, he tore his ACL. Now, Nick Saban came out earlier this month and said that he's he's a full goal with no limitations this fall, which is super important. But you know, showing that he can regain that uh, those movement skills and pick up where he left off and even build on where he uh, where he was as a player last year in his second season as a full-time starter and you know one of the senior leaders on that defense will be really really important um on the field two things i think he needs to work on is is dealing with those head up blocks uh you know he he gets eaten up in situations where he's got a guard coming right at him and he's you know he's made a read but he doesn't see the block i mean he he's he's stuck uh, and I think that goes hand in hand with sometimes uh, processing quicker against inside run to get ahead of those blocks. So uh, speeding up that processing, it will help him, I think, deal with those blocks. But I think that's going to come in his second season as a starter, assuming that he's fully healthy. And, you know, I, I, the way I see it, this guy, he looks like a day two talent and, and the next really solid Alabama linebacker prospect. Yeah, this is the uh, second week in a row we've had an Alabama linebacker to talk about. So I'm, I'm interested to get Hamilton in and you still have to do Evans with your, yeah. your assessments, right? So yeah. I'm interested in hearing your thoughts on, um, or shot Evans. Yeah. On Rashad Evans. The last guy that I want to bring to the table, not the most sexy position. It's an offensive lineman, but the big uglies deserve love too, especially when you're talking about a guy that plays with the kind of mentality that Quentin Nelson from Notre Dame plays with, uh, Joe, 
Billy Price is not OG1. I don't know who else is in the running for OG1 for you, uh, but it's Quentin Nelson, period. Um, you like Bill, You like Billy Price. Who else did you like? Uh, interior offensive line? Yeah. Um, I know there was another one. Frank Ragnow. Yeah, Ragnow. I like Braid Smith. I haven't seen Quentin Nelson yet. Yeah, I so. don't know what you're waiting for. He is he's tremendous. Um the thing I think you described him as glorious to me in a gl- DM. I, it's true. I did glorious <laughs> was the word I used. He is a certified ass kicker. He will he dogs people. His technique is excellent. His feet are consistently active and he plays on a wide base and his anchor is super strong. And, Joe, did you at least see the play where he ragdolled Malik McDowell? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I Ooh. saw your tweet on that. Oh. Drop the hips, bow the back, <laughs> absorb that power rush, and then he just counters and gets McDowell off balance and buries him. Uh, that is a weekly occurrence. Uh, that's really impressive stuff for an interior guy, a guard, a left guard. Um, Notre Dame's going to have a ton of success running behind Mike McGlinchey and Quentin Nelson as a one-two punch on the left side of their offensive line. Uh, Nelson, uh, I think this is a day-one player. Uh, the question is, where's the ceiling? You know, we had a couple guards go in the top ten, I believe it was 2013, with um, Chance, Chance Warmack yeah. and, and Jonathan Cooper, uh, neither of which really came to fruition in that type of draft investment. So uh, this is a player that's probably going to finish health willing uh, higher on my draft board than what he'll actually get drafted. And that's okay. It's just, you know, what you're getting here is a really solid, safe player. And um, it's going to be difficult for me to choose and keep my eyes set on one of those two guys on that Notre Dame offensive line. Uh, McGlinchey reminds me of Jake Long at Michigan. Uh, We're going to hear people complain about his perceived lack of athleticism, like it somehow matters on the offensive line. Um, Suggest maybe he kicks into guard or go plays on the right side where he started his career. No, he's just fine at left tackle. Uh, Both of those two guys combined, I think they're day one players. Uh, Nelson has this demeanor and and want to put you on your butt every play that I just love. It's it's tenacious. He plays mean, and and he has the physicality and the balance and the hands and the feet to back it all up. Are you willing to say that this is the most aggressive physical interior blocker you've seen? In your time with NDT scouting, oh, or man. is there who's close? Is there anybody that you know kind of kind of rings a bell when when you think about that type of blocker? How about you do your last one, and I'll come back to that question. <laughs> All right, because right, I'm, I'm searching. I feel like there's there's people on that sphere. Yeah. Um, it's just I need to kind of collect my thoughts as you right. entertain the people. I will, and I'm going to talk about a premier prospect. Harold Landry, the Boston College edge defender, uh, they should be very, very, very fortunate that uh, he decided to come back for his 
senior season um, because this is a really outstanding football player. Led the nation in sacks last season. Um, 6'2", Um So, you know, that's, that's not great size, um, but it's okay. Um, really explosive first step. This is a guy who has that ability to gain ground very quickly out of his stance. He has natural get-off um, in the way that he can explode out of his stance, get depth, and 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 explode off the football. That's going to put a lot of stress on offensive tackles to keep up and challenge those edge, uh, those those uh, landmarks along the edge track. I really like his hand usage. He plays behind his hands. He does well to uh, to try to soften those rush angles, even though he's very flexible to turn the corner and carry speed through tight angles. But he does use his hands to keep that the best he can separation and allow him to execute those uh, those pass rush moves. Um, good motor, always always hustling, always uh, trying to counter. He's a good backside run defender. He's got those slasher type abilities against the run. I don't think he's a guy you necessarily want to have, you know, setting the edge and having to exchange power with offensive tackles. But if you ask him to slash um, and maintain outside leverage and, and those types of things, I think he has, has a place there. Uh, he's shown that ability to work towards the sideline and work laterally uh, to, uh, you know, contain those bootlegs and perimeter runs. Um, you know, the, the issue with him is what doesn't make him an elite prospect, a really good prospect, but keeps him from being an elite prospect, is that he just doesn't have that length and, and that really good, firm, functional strength in the lower half to, to really defend against the run. But if you're talking about a guy that uh, has a bunch of twitch and, and flexibility to attack the pass rusher, off, attack the quarterback off the edge, I mean, Harold Landry's your guy. I really like the comparison that you made. You actually did a piece on this for NDT Scouting, uh, uh, comparing him to Vic Beasley, and I think that uh, that is a really nice uh, comparison, and, and I think that maybe the same type of impact that uh, Beasley had this season is what Landry's ceiling is at the next level. Kyle, have you, uh, have you found your guard to bring to the table here that uh, has the same power as uh, Nelson? Yes, I've uh, consulted with my producer here. Okay. His name's Kyle. And okay. um, I've come up with two names in the same stratosphere. Brandon Scherf being one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, you, you remember him playing, and he just mauled yep. guys. Yep. Uh, the other one is one uh, actually from this past draft class, and that's uh, Isaac Asiata from Utah. Uh, really physical demeanor. Uh, I think... He's he's not Asiata's not quite the same caliber of an athlete as Nelson is, um, so I think that kind of distinguishment puts Nelson above that tier. And Asiata obviously fell in the draft into the fifth round, day three, had some health concerns. Uh, I don't think he goes as early as where Scherf went in the top ten, um, but maybe somewhere like where Josh Garnett ended up landing for the Forty ers two years ago in two thousand fifteen. Um, that's probably the range that I think, you know, you're getting good value for a plug and play top end starter at guard. Yeah. That's uh Josh Garnett was an ass kicker too. Yeah. Man. That was, that was the other name. I was like, all right, I got three names here. I'm going to try and cut it down. Uh, Garnett's going to go. Uh, but he was like, I picked one from each of the last three years of assessments yeah. and it was, uh, Asiata Garnett and Brandon Scherf. So there good, you go. Good group. Question good answer. Good group. Very nice. Um, that is going to do it for us today. I hope you guys enjoyed another film Friday in the books. 
Joe and I are going to be prepping over the weekend. We are going to start previewing each of the conferences for you guys. Uh, the next time we will talk, it is the, going to be the last day in July, and then we are into August, which happens to be the month the college football season starts. So uh, to prepare you all for that, we're really going to be uh, having organic conversations about the, the prospects and the teams themselves and each of the Power Five conferences and the group of six, and that'll kind of take us to the week of uh, the first set of games. So that's kind of be... Uh, the, the next couple weeks of content here, we will still have Film Fridays uh, all the way through until the first set of games in which we got to start previewing the games um, that weekend. Uh, so that's kind of our slate for the coming months. Make sure you do not miss it. Please click subscribe. Uh, follow along. This is a fun journey. Uh, Joe and I are having an absolute blast doing this and talking football. As he said, we're podcast guys and writers, but at the end of the day, we're football guys first. And we're going to do this work either way, and it's great to have this outlet to share it with you. If you're interested in interacting with us or letting us know what you think, you can find us on social media. We're at facebook.com slash ndtscouting. You can find me on Twitter at ndtscouting. Joe is at the Joe Marino. Uh, follow ndtscouting LLC on Twitter as well. That's where we have our whole staff. We're up to like seven staff members, me, Joe, and five national scouts, uh, terrific guys. Uh, John Ledyard, Roger Dixon, Scott Bischoff, Eric Turner, and the newest member, Jonah Tolls. So we're pumping out awesome content uh, every single day. Highly recommend you guys check that out as well. Uh, But in the meantime, go watch some players. Enjoy your weekend. We'll be back on Monday. We're going to be talking about the ACC. A lot of really good defensive lines in the ACC. Uh, Some interesting... Uh, skill players as well that Joe and I are going to be digging into. So I'm Kyle Krabs signing off for Joe Marino. We're the Draft Dudes Podcast. Right now, join T-Mobile and get an unlimited family plan with Netflix included so you can watch in more places than ever before on your phone, tablet, or TV. Plus, buy one Samsung Galaxy S9 and get one free with 24 monthly bill credits so you and your family can binge your Netflix favorites on your new phones. Call 1-800-T-MOBILE or visit a store today. Unlimited data on their network. Video streams at 480p. Small fraction of customers using over 50 gigs per month may have reduced speeds. If you cancel balances due, well-qualified customers, full price, 720 plus tax. Finance agreements required. Netflix for two screens. Terms apply. Right now, join T-Mobile and get an unlimited family plan with Netflix included so you can watch in more places than ever before on your phone, tablet, or TV. Plus, buy one Samsung Galaxy S9 and get one free with 24 monthly bill credits so you and your family can binge your Netflix favorites on your new phones. Call 1-800-T-MOBILE or visit a store today. Unlimited data on their network. Video streams at 480p. Small fraction of customers using over 50 gigs per month may have reduced speeds. If you cancel balances due, well-qualified customers, full price, 720 plus tax. Finance agreements required. Netflix for two screens. Terms apply. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.